Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan and I sat down and did a five-minute clinic on where your time is going. Today, for episode number 264, we are going to do a small talks episode on blind spots. But before we do that, I want you to go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com. I want you to click on join Hashtag hyperconscious nation. Folks, one of your blind spots may or may not, cannot confirm nor deny, be that your friends and or colleagues are not supporting your goals and dreams. If you do not feel supported, let me just say this. People who believe in what you're doing and where you're headed are going to put wind into your sails. People who don't believe you're headed in the right direction and care about you are actually going to take wind out of your sails. Join this group. We will put wind into your sails. I just did a post on this the other day. My post was, your years will only change as much as you do. The reason I put that up is because the first of the year is coming. Mm. Motivation is high to make those changes and those resolutions. Get in the room with Alan, myself, Brant Pinvedick, Mark Metri, Tori Aletto, Britt Franks, Joanna DePena, and we have one other speaker as well. January 25th, UMass Lowell Conference Center. Conference Center. It is a full day immersion event, guys. Check in starts, registration starts at 8 a.m. From 9 to 5, we will be bringing the heat in terms of personal development, and you will leave with actionable steps in order to make 2020 the best year of your life. The landing page is topnotchlive2020.com. And it is absolute fire. It Thank is. you to Tiffany Wells Thank you, for Tiffany. creating that. Yep. All right, so today we were at our mastermind at Dunky Donuts with Dunkies. the one and only Mark Metry, yep. and we were talking about unconscious competencies. Now, yes. that basically means something that you are very good at without knowing. You're just naturally good at it. It is one of your... Um, gifts Gifts, yeah Unique gifts to the world yeah. But what is the opposite of that? It is a blind spot Something that you are Screwing up with Right But you don't recognize Yeah So we are going to do An episode on blind spots So to frame this episode For everyone listening I came downstairs So we just did an episode With Tyree Washington Which is absolute fire Which I believe is dropping In not this Sunday But next Sunday Right, right But 
before that episode, I came down and I said, Kev, I need to talk to you. I was thinking earlier about what my blind spots are and how I think that you have an unconscious competency in terms of an intuition about people. And so we got into a conversation prior to that episode, realized, oh, wow, we got to get on that episode. We did that. And then afterwards, we went back to blind spots and tried to figure out what they are. Um, that is the frame. Would you like to start? Yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. So for me, and this, I think this is a really, really good exercise, but I don't know how the listeners would be able to do it the way we did. Because the only reason you, the only reason I know my blind spots is because somebody told me them. Right. But you happen to have the complete opposite blind spot of, of me. So my blind spot is basically not understanding how the future will play out. Not understanding how bright the future really is and focusing way too much on the day versus the decade. And I think that is a lot of that has to do with my past and it's also belief. If you don't believe in yourself now, necessarily, it's really hard to say like, I'm going to be the best in the world at this in 10 years. I have an analogy that I think will be helpful. So if you're playing a chess game, which is a game of decisions, if you want to checkmate the opponent's king, you have to, every time you move one piece, you have to be thinking of that ultimate goal. But if you're only ever thinking about checkmating the king, you might get in checkmate right along the way. So one is offense and one is defense. One is macro and one is micro. But for this episode, what are your blind spots? So I, I think what I think is so unique about you and I, Kev, is you have a high awareness of me because we spend so much time together and we go hyperconscious so often. And I'm also willing to come to you and ask for the truth, even though the truth hurts. Oh, yeah. So when I asked Kevin my blind spots, I asked him if he feels like I've been slightly arrogant since my new relationship and, you know, hosting these events because I've noticed a little bit of puffer fishing. And he said yes. And that was hard. And that's, that's a blind spot, though, that now became a bright spot that I can now consciously work on. So if you're out there right now, go to a friend who you trust who actually has high awareness and who is hyperconscious. Do not go to anyone who's not hyperconscious and ask for your blind spots. They're going to be like, well, you don't party enough. Like, um, <laughs> But yeah, so that's kind of what I wanted to say. It's interesting too because I'll have people reach out to me all the time. Brutal. I'll have people, <laughs> I'll have people reach out to me. And if you're on the lower end of drive to five, most likely your blind spot is investing now for your future. You're probably more focused on comfort or results now than you are the long term. Right. And I can tell with people because I, it's interesting. It's, it's interesting. We are really getting a great study of people. When somebody reaches out to me, I'll ask questions. And I'll say, like, what would have to happen in order for this to be the best year of your life? That's one of my favorite questions to ask people. Right. And, you know, it'll be like, oh, I'd be able to speak up at work. Okay, cool. That's a lack of belief. Yeah. Right? That's fear of judgment. Struggling with assertiveness. Right. Um, I would be able to... I want to start a program, but I'm afraid of judgment. Okay? Judgment. Lack of belief. Most of it goes back to lack of belief. Your blind spot is probably manifesting itself in other ways. If you have a lack of belief in your blind spot, you might not think you can succeed in a relationship. You might not think you can get fit. You might not think you can start a successful business, build successful habits, whatever it may be. This is kind of the drive to five. You know what? Coaches, mentors, oh yeah, feedback. Feedback is like gaining feedback from people who know you. 
Can you imagine if you spent your whole life asking people you trust like what you what they think your blind spots are? You would have a you would have a ton of feedback that you can make good, valuable decisions based off of. There'd what, be pain associated too, but yeah, but it would be pain in the moment for a macro win. But if your natural tendency is to right. seek comfort in the moment, that's the thing. Alan and I are the opposite. So what is yours? We talked about my pain. Tell us about your pain. Yeah. So my short, my blind spot naturally is sacrificing too much on the micro to get to the macro. And what I mean by that is every company. So I was at dinner with one of my mentors. He used to be the CEO of iRobot, Astrodyne, several other companies. I asked him, what is the number one focus of a CEO of a publicly traded technology company? And he said, honestly, there's not any one. He said, profitability, which is staying in business on the short term, cash flow. And then the other one is growth. He said, at all times, and I've heard Tony Robbins say this too, at all times, you're managing two companies, the company you are today and the company you're going to be in a decade. And for us as human beings, I think we're always managing two people, who we are today and who we aspire to be. I'm very focused on who I aspire to be that sometimes I lose sight of the short-term necessary um, shifts that I need to make in order to get there. And I think sometimes some other people are are too short-term focused. So, right. But that's also why you're on time. So, like, I'm late a lot. And I think it's because of my strength of having self-belief makes me think everything's going to work out. Therefore, I don't mitigate what could go wrong. Because I'm not even aware of it. Like, for example, Amy said, January 25th, what if there's a storm? I had never thought of that, and I knew in that moment I would never have thought of that. And that's why you have to surround yourself with people who are hyper-conscious, yes, but who have a core competency you don't have, which is, I think you need to have someone focused on the micro and someone focused on the macro to really have a great team. Yeah, I mean, and ours is very specific because we that's the thing. Like, I wouldn't probably know mine if it wasn't for Alan. I wouldn't know mine either. Right. Because I would have just assumed my way was the right way. And I would have assumed my way is like, of course it makes sense to care about now. Right. You you know what I mean? (laughs) Of course it does. So it's, I think you do need some contrast in order to figure out what yours is. How, and this is going to be a a contemplative question. If, If you're listening right now, how, what advice can we give them in order to find their blind spots other than ask people? Is there any way you can do it on your own? Yeah, action I think is the feedback. I don't auditing yourself. I would say auditing yourself because I think okay, what we did yesterday. So on the last episode with managing your time, I wanted to call it auditing your time, and Kevin was like, "That's a terrible name." And <laughs> I agree. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> but like that's what I call it. So if you looked at your calendar for the last year, yeah, and really checked in with where you're spending your time, are you chasing pleasure at the expense of something greater? If you're on his end of drive to five, you probably are. Or if you're like me. Are you sacrificing all the time and never enjoying yourself? Almost ever, <laughs> right? So you, you have to balance experience and results. One person's more results-oriented and vision-oriented and future-oriented. One person is more focused on the now and enjoying the experience. You need both. So let's do this then. What, what is it, the seven whys? Seven whys yeah. deep? Maybe, should we do that? Let's do it. I like it. You, who, do, who do we want to do it? I think I'll, I'll ask you. Okay. Yeah. So th- my goal with this, so this is called the seven whys. Mm-hmm. I'll let you explain it because I don't know where it came from. But okay. I think the goal in this is if you get down to the root cause, like why are you afraid to start the company or the program at work? Because you're afraid of judgment. Why? 
because you're blah, blah, blah. If you can get down to the root cause and realize, oh, I don't believe in myself at a deep level, that that is your blind spot. And it's manifesting itself in all of these different ways. Right. So Dean Graziosi, we're hopefully having him on the show soon. He wrote a book called The Millionaire Success Secrets, something like that. Yeah. Uh, I have it. And he did an exercise called The Seven Whys because he wanted to understand what was driving him at the deepest level. Now, if you listen to this podcast, which you obviously do, yes. you know that we are very, very intrigued by why things are the way they are. Unless so you're just, not listening, then listen up. So the first question is going to be what? I have no idea. Okay. I was hoping this was going to be a hands-off approach for the kid. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me just try to think here for a second. Okay. One of Kevin's blind spots, I thought, was his inability to understand the compound effect of what he's doing today over time. Because when we audited our time, I know, based on my current sense of awareness, that our macro is ridiculously bright if we keep hammering what we're doing now. Even though the short-term profitability maybe isn't quite as good as it could be or should be even. Okay, so why do you believe, why do you think you're not as long-term focused as me? Oh, this is going to be cool. Oh, wow. Why do I think I'm not as long-term focused as you? And don't say because I'm crazy. (laughs) (laughs) I don't... Because I I don't know how I'm going to get there. Okay, why? (laughs) This is brutal. (laughs) Why don't I know? Because I've never... I haven't set that many goals... Oh, this is fire. Right. I haven't set that many goals and got the result I wanted. Why? Oh, this is fire. Because I didn't believe I would get the results I wanted. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why didn't I believe... Deep. Why didn't I believe I could get the results I wanted? I don't know. Because I feel like I got lucky. Why? Because I didn't feel like I earned it or deserved it. Why? (laughs) I don't know. If you had to know. If I had to know. Just deep. Why don't I feel like I earned it or I deserved it? I don't know. I genuinely don't know. You had to know. I had a gun to your head. You had to come up with an answer. Your your intuition knows. Can you repeat the question? Yes. Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, but you said... Sixth why. Yeah, so this is the sixth why. I don't know what it is. It's one of them. Uh, it is the sixth. Okay. Yeah. What was it, though? You said, I don't feel like I earned it or deserved it. And I, I don't said, feel why? Like I earned it or deserved it. Because I don't feel good enough. Why? Seventh why. If you had to know. Somewhere deep, deep, deep down. Because I don't give myself credit for anything I do. Really. I kind of want to ask why again. Why? Because I think I'm capable of so much more. Fire. Cool. But then again, so if I think I'm capable of so much more... It's so interesting. We just unpacked so many layers of Kevin. I know. That was so cool. It's tough, too, because... Did your father come up at all during that? 
When you I said you didn't deserve it? That's probably one of the reasons. Right. Probably that. Why didn't you say that? Because I don't, I know, I know that would be a cop-out. Okay. Yeah, I feel like if I said that, I know the deeper, even if that is the reason, I know what it's manifesting itself You're as. You're capable of so much more, and that's why you feel like you don't deserve it? I feel like I'm, I, I don't know. I think, in the, again, this would be a longer exercise if we weren't <laughs> on a podcast probably. Yeah. Why don't I deserve it? It's probably because I'm not taking the effort necessary. And you know that deep down? Yeah. I always know when I'm screwing up. It usually just takes massive pain for me to admit it and then overcome it. Wow. Why? Because when you're uncomfortable, it's easier to get more uncomfortable. When you're in pain, it's easier to go through a little bit more pain for pleasure. That's fact. That's true. You know? That's not the first time you've said that either. You've said that before. No, it's true. It's it's folks, if you're out there right now listening like you obviously are, that that's the most hyperconscious yeah. shit ever. Yeah. Then you should do this with yourself. Even if you ask yourself the why's, like take longer than I did. Alan and I have done this before on different things, so I understand how deep it gets how quickly. Yeah. But it's tough. But for you if you're out there listening, like you have answers to these questions. They're going to be different than mine, and you might not get the result, the exact result that I got, but you're going to unpack some stuff probably that you never have before. I've done so much inner self-reflection, oh, yeah. so like I know brutal. a lot about me. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely brutal. <laughs> and if you haven't, this will break something loose, and I guarantee something will come up that is a blind spot for you. And just imagine how differently your life will be if you can turn your, your blind spots into bright spots. Right. You right. know? Imagine if I can harness... You're you just not said doing not, enough. Right. I know that. Why did I come up with a list of 65 schools? Because I know I'm not doing enough. Right. Right? Why do I want to make calls with you to get the confidence? Because I know I'm not doing enough. Right. And I think, yeah, at the end of the day, like, what do I always say? Self-discipline and self-love go hand in hand. I think self-discipline and self-belief go hand in hand. Yes. You're not going to believe in yourself if you say, like, oh, I'm going to make calls today and you don't do it. And right. then you're not going to think you're capable of succeeding in the future. And then you're not going to see opportunities in the future. And then you're not going to be long-term strategic. Yeah. And then you're not going to feel like you deserve to be on a wonderful team with wonderful people. Dude, it's a snowball effect. It is. This is hyper-conscious, folks. Like, when you dig deep, it gets messy. Picture literally digging into the dirt, okay? You're digging, you're going to get messy. But there's gold down there. There's gold for your future. Like... We talk about our weaknesses all the time, but it's just because we want to mitigate them. No one's perfect. No. Like, his kryptonite is self-doubt. Mine is arrogance. What a freaking coincidence. Like, mine is focusing too much on the long term. His is focusing too much on the short term. What a coincidence. You have weaknesses and strengths. And most likely, whatever your greatest strength is, is also a weakness somewhere else that you need to at least be aware of so that you can understand it. I think, I think if you can become aware of your biggest weakness you can turn that awareness into one of your biggest strengths. Right. So that's, that's this was an interesting episode. This was an interesting exercise. I gotta go, because I gotta be on a podcast in 56 minutes, and I have a 30-minute ride home. Fact. So, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this. We don't know what we're doing for Scratching the Service yet, so that's gonna be TBD again. <laughs> TBD, <laughs> we round hope two. you enjoyed this. And again, try this exercise, guys. Your blind spots, if you can turn them into bright spots, your whole world will look different. We hope you enjoyed this, and we will... Talk to you on Friday. Talk to you soon. Bye. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>